Welcome to the Human Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Tice. We're talking about everything you need to know, but nobody's telling you about how to optimize your health, cultivate happiness, and biohack your way to peak performance. I've been in the clinic 12 years, and I'm stepping out of the clinic into the pod studio, bringing all the clinical pearls, all the foundational wisdom that you need to accelerate your health and accelerate your life. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Human Handbook Podcast. And we got a super exciting episode today. It's uh, probably the most important episode ever. So we start to move forward and dive deeper into our journey, into this, this method, this system of healing that is timeless. This is as old as the hills, my friends. And we're going to unpack a little bit more and take a little bit of a deeper dive. Today's episode is entitled Food is Medicine. And that's what we're going to talk about. This is the, um, this is one of the most important things. It's the most important topic as we start to move into the realm of application means we're moving, we've touched and kind of covered some of the foundational philosophies of the method and now we're moving into the practical part of it the rubber meets the road part the part where it's like okay here we go for real now food is medicine this is definitely um our primary uh determinant of health which we've uh we we've introduced our determinants of health you know the clean air the clean food the clean water the food is the biggie guys i mean this is obvious think about it every single day we are ingesting and putting substances into our bodies and it has to we have to make sure that the digestive apparatus the digestive um system and by digestion i mean the whole entire process of digestion absorption assimilation elimination all of this has to be happening and if there's an issue with the food if there if we're eating foods that are um, not agreeing with our body we might not have the capacity to properly digest those foods we might be uh, you know, if we're eating, if we're consuming foods on a regular basis that have no life force, um, you know, these kinds of things will catch up with us. Now, this is the kind of thing the body is amazing and you can uh, you can live a certain sort of a lifestyle and, uh, you know, eventually over some time that will catch up with us. And I think the times that we're living in again you know this is this is pretty new this is a new thing a lot of these are new issues that we're talking about because um a hundred years ago 150 years ago there was only organic food there weren't tons of pesticides um and 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 and, and tons of variety of fast foods and prepared foods and packaged foods and plastic foods all um you know branded out and marketed to us and you know to our detriment you know there is a story behind that sure the sugar lobby and all of those um the all of those things but we got to take responsibility for the for this and that's part of uh you know that is part of my message and that is built 
into my method here, which I'm revealing the bones to my method of how this works. Again, we've said before, there's no magic supplements. There's no magic remedies. There's no, um, there's no quick fixes. This is the slow and the steady game. This is the long game. This is what we got to double down on. These are the everyday determinants of health. And we got to get this dialed in. We want a personalized, individualized uh, diet. And we want to be making sure that we're eating food that actually nourishes us and supercharges our biology and optimizes um, our energy for you know, for clarity, for concentration, for creativity, for endurance and stamina, all of these things we need to have dialed in. So food's the medicine, 100%. You know, uh, this is something that if you're listening to this pod, you, you know, I'm probably preaching to the choir. But in the dominant school of medicine, you can still ask your GP or ask uh you know even specialists even gimds a lot of times and uh diet has nothing to do with your health condition folks you just need to take the pharma and you know it's just going to be like this this is just how it is doesn't matter if you change your diet doesn't matter if you eat plants or animals or plastic or whatever you know that's the line that they're still selling out there and that is the line that a lot of people uh are still buying i you know there's a there's just look around go into the grocery store and just uh take a look at what's in everybody's cart right it's a bunch of high fructose corn syrup and plastic basically and that's not going to optimize you that is not going to optimize the biology. The biology is not going to recognize that. It's going to create issues. So these kinds of things we got to be aware of. I mean, I'm making the extreme example, but again, it sounds extreme and it sounds totally insane to me that someone could say that dietary, therapeutic dietary interventions cannot affect the state of one's overall health or shift a pathology in a favorable direction or heal a gastrointestinal condition you know that um that defies common sense common sense even tells us that hey that doesn't make sense uh let's look closer at this so this is something that i look at with everybody when they come on board one of the first things that i do like the first thing that i do pretty much on day one is we got to get a food intolerance sample. And because that is going to be for me, how I personalize an individualized diet. And by that, I mean, I need to identify what foods you are not able to properly digest. Now, constitutionally, enzymatically, genetically, we are all have an individualized, um, we all we all need an individualized diet and this is part of what i call personalized medicine is 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 identifying this and again this kind of uh leads you know our principles lead us into thinking like this because this is part of the first thing that we start to do we start to identify and remove obstacles to cure and this is really where we start because again we're looking at those things those everyday determinants of health and the food and and those things that are coming into the system every single day 
that's where we need to start and look. And that's like a really, really, really big deal. Um, if we want to move the needle, if we want to, certainly if there's pathology happening, if there is a disease process already happening, if you have, if you have any kind of issues with certainly digestion or, um, or endocrine issues, you know, thyroid issues are very, very common and intimately linked to the digestive process. Um, of course, any metabolic conditions, any blood sugar dysregulation, any kind of pre-diabetes, um, all of these things, they are giving us some kind of a sign. They are giving, they're just the clues. Again, the symptoms the body's giving us, they're that's not what we necessarily are seeking, certainly not in my method, to seek and destroy the symptom. We're looking at those signs and those symptoms that the body is revealing to us. Those are our signposts. Those are our, uh, our, our those are our those are our guiding uh, symptoms to the pointing. And they're pointing somewhere and they're pointing deeper into the economy of the system. And that's what I'm interested in is looking one, two, three levels deeper and attempting to identify and remove and resolve at that foundational level so that we can bring resolution to whatever the symptom is at that foundational level and that's what the foundational method here is all about and this is a huge part of it the food is the principle and the primary intervention it is the primary medicine it is the it is the first thing that we have to tidy up again regardless of what state the health is in, not whether there are symptoms present, or if you are in the domain of prevention, which is the ideal place to be in prevention, and then moving from prevention into the space of optimization, that's really where, that's the ideal space that we want to go. So if we can get ahead of things and get on top of things, and again, the earlier we can learn about these things. Again, these are the things that nobody's telling us. These are the things that we need to know about that nobody taught us about growing up. Nobody taught us about how our uh, our digestion is intimately connected with our energy and our mind and our mood and every single other part of our body. The digestion is the command center. It is the command center. If there is an issue, Again, digestive issues, hormonal issues, uh, you know, thyroid issues, endocrine issues. If there are hormonal issues or something uh, going on where we're where there seem to be a, a hormonal contribution, if there are menstrual symptoms or, um, or or any of these things, or or certainly more progressed symptoms like autoimmune symptoms, then that is that that tells us certainly that we need to get in immediately and personalize and individualize and really dial in this food is medicine and this is an individualized personalized thing there's no cookie cutter diet out there diets come and go trends come and go plant-based animal-based keto bulletproof any kind you know vegan you know, Atkins, all of the diets that come and go, there's 
there's going to be trends that come and go. And especially now in this era of social, of social media, you know, there, everybody is talking about it, you know, food and things like this. And a lot of people, there is a lot of good information out there. And there's a lot of people sharing a lot of really good information, but we got to keep in mind and we got to remember that there's no perfect diet, that there is no one size fits all diet. The diet that is perfect for one person can be completely detrimental to another person. And I can share some case examples of, of that in a few minutes. Um, uh, you know, some examples of that, but the personalized diet, this, this diet, and it's not static food is medicine and therapeutic diet for a given individual in their life. That's going to change. It's dynamic means it's always evolving itself. It's always changing. It's not static. It, it, it doesn't just, you don't just figure out your magic diet one day and then boom, that's it you know, you may hit a point where it seems like that, but give it two weeks, two months, two years, 10 years, your needs are going to change, you know, and this is even through the course of a week, uh, your needs may change. And certainly through the seasons of the year, we will, um, you know, we need to be eating with the seasons and trying to sync our biorhythms and finding things that are fresh, seasonable, available, organic, uh, you know, loaded with, with nutrients. And that's going to change for one individual over the course of a year. And then certainly over the course of the seasons of our lives, the dietary and nutritional needs, you know, that you, that you need as a, as a, a 15 year old are very different than what you need as a 40 year old are a little different than what you're going to need as a 70 year old. And we got to be able to be flexible and adaptable with our diet. I think this is a really, really good thing to emphasize here because there is a lot of um, dietary extremism out there. You know, there's a lot of people that are talking and preaching on one specific dietary um, method or some particular style that they have found to be tremendously beneficial for them. And, 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 and I celebrate that because that means that person has taken that time and developed their sensitivity and had the, the self-awareness and they've, 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 they've got the discipline and to apply that and figure that out and get themselves better from, you know, mental illness, from anxieties and depressions or from skin conditions, you know, and then, you know, the natural thing to do, it's a natural human uh, thing to, to, to want to do is to then when you find something that you feel has, you know, magical powers like a, a therapeutic diet that has healed your mind or healed your skin or healed your gut and transformed your life, humans naturally want to help people. And they want to, you know, shout that from the mountaintop and bring that good news and that good word. And that's all good. I thousand percent celebrate that. All I'm saying is let's keep in mind that there is no perfect diet. There is no blanket um, 
perfect diet that's going to just nestle perfectly in with the human species and everybody's got that you know and we can all just plug and play this magical diet it doesn't work like that we need to personalize individualize these and this is the main thing that we need to be doing to get the proper information into our body to get the proper minerals and the nutrients into our body and again the digestion this is the command center this is where it's all happening is gut and liver and this has directly to do you know again the process of digestion absorption assimilation the food is the primary medicine so taking the the food in you know high high level we didn't say this early on but certainly this is early on in this food is medicine conversation and we have to say that we have to be eating organic food. You have to be eating organic food these days. Otherwise, you're eating a pesticide, just a chemical cocktail, uh, and the biology does not know what to do with that. And these things, you know, even organic foods, guys, you know, the reality is that they're not pesticide free. There's cross-contaminations. Um, you know, especially from the large scale agriculture companies that are growing conventional food and then they grow the organic stuff alongside it or where the farms are adjacent and the the one farm that you're buying from is organic and doing everything right. But the, the farmer next to him in that field next to him, they're spraying heavily and what do you think happens to all that and in transport these things you know we want to try to be eating as fresh as organic as locally harvested as possible and this goes for plant-based or animal-based i'm not going to take the detour and do the compare and contrast on plant-based animal-based in this episode i think that's uh, possibly a whole episode on its own. You guys let me know, um, you know, your thoughts on that and the comments and stuff like that. Give me some feedback. If you guys want to unpack that, we will. But this, I want to touch, you know, and enter this conversation. I think this is, there's going to be several parts to this food is medicine because this is the, this is the eternal conversation. This is the conversation that you can have like every single day. And there's always a little bit of a, you know, a new angle to kind of look at it. But you know, again, probably if you're listening to this potty, find your way here, you've at least, you might be preaching to the choir, but you have to be eating organic food. And even if we are having uh, organic food, there's still some level of contamination that's coming in from the cross contamination. And then at that, we want to try to be sourcing our food locally. And so we can maintain there's a few things here to say, and even with the organic food, we do organic food really just to avoid the pesticides. Even at that, organic food is basically nutrient deficient. Still, it's just devoid, you know, they don't have all the chemicals in it. Now, is this going to vary from farm to farm and things like that? Yeah, it's going to vary from farm to farm. So this individualized thing, you need to look and source out you know, where's the food coming from and then see if you can trace it back to the source, to the farm and get the answers and you can see. But one of the main things that we know, vitamin and mineral content in conventionally grown food is just completely devoid of any nutrients. 
And even in organic food, this is a big problem. So this is, uh, this again is what would, what, you know, in my method, I think that it is essential that you have to somehow bring in the minerals, which are the frequencies of light that are going to inform the biology and charge the system up. We got to get those minerals in there. So the ideal way to be getting that in is from a, 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 someone that is growing mineralized food so we can get those angstrom sized minerals taken up and fixing the plants. And then that's how the biology is going to really, really recognize that. Um, you know, does that happen on the plant-based side and the animal-based side? Yeah, there's minerals there. Welcome to Earth. We want to make sure that we're getting those minerals in because the minerals are the frequencies of light. And this is a big, big part of the food is medicine conversation it, because the minerals are one of the main things, the main, main nutrients kind of uh, I don't know if you could say a function of eating or one of the things that really, really has to be eating. We got to be getting the minerals, which are the frequencies of light. And by that, I mean the, the, the minerals that are entering into the system. We need those minerals because every cell in our body, we need to get those, those properly sized minerals into the, into the cells. And we need to make sure that if we want all of our organs and our glands to be functioning properly, then we need to make sure that we're mineralized. And the ideal way to be doing this in the perfect world is to have mineralized food, which is going to be, you know, there's different ways you can do that. You know, there's, um, there are many different ways, you know, uh, the, the, the sea salt mixtures, the rock, uh the, the the basically crush rock kind of compound uh you know put in the soil there's different methods that people will use and this is a part of the regenerative agriculture conversation and this is part of like really being steward of the earth and remineralizing that soil because if a soil is used and not um properly rotated and not properly nurtured and even if it begins out mineralized in about 10 to 12 years, those minerals are going to be exhausted and that food is basically going to be dead. Um, I mean, it's going to grow, but it's not going to be not going to be super vital um, food that we really want. And I think anybody if you it, this this affects the taste of the food also, you know, anybody that can think back over the years, the foods and the fruits, they don't taste quite like they did. Uh, once upon a time, and again, that's due to the scale of the agriculture, and that's even the organic food, guys. So we got to be really, really conscious of this. So if we can move, and this is the big thing, especially these days with food prices going up and, you know, having to transport food, you know, from the West Coast to the East Coast and, you know, gas prices, inflation, food prices, the whole thing, we got the, the answer the long-term answer, the short-term answer, and the long-term answer is to bring it back small, take it back local, find your local people, see if you can find some local farm where you can get your, you can locally source some good, clean, mineral-rich, organic food that is really going to nourish your body and really, really, really be your daily medicine. Um, and, and another part of that is Having the fresh local food, there's another thing that I, I don't hear people talk about too much. I did 
years ago, but from my background and some of the people I've worked with, you know, we have always known about the biophoton energy, the light energy that is in the food. So this is something that is not necessarily measurable. It's, uh, there are, you know, some, some studies and stuff that show, you know, how you can actually measure this biophoton light. It's really interesting. But the body is ingesting this. I, you know, we can't point to a pathway where a biophoton enters and we ingest that light energy. But we know that we are beings of light. We are beings of light. And that's what I mean by the minerals being the frequencies of light and the biophotons and eating that light energy, eating the sun that's what we're doing here guys welcome to earth we got to have this vitality this is part of stimulating the vital force and taking in this energy so that our body can be charged and our cells can be charged and this is one of the one of the areas where i think the that it will be a couple more years before the science the measurable science actually kind of catches up to this and gives us a good um sort of a good I don't know if there's going to be a pathway or a mechanism or some sort of a demonstration of how this works so people can understand that we truly are beings of light and that at a really a really core foundational level we're eating the sun and that's what that's what the plants are doing they're fixing that sunlight that pure sunlight and then they're it, through the process of the photosynthesis, they're taking that and exploding that sunlight internally into glucose, into energy, and then taking up all those minerals from the earth. And then that's the exchange. That's the exchange that we have. So these are some foundational things that we need to be thinking about. You know, one food, one man's um, one man's nourishment is another man's poison and we need to keep this in mind and we need to keep this in mind and this is one of the uh, things that we really need to double down on and do a do a check before you move forward in any other arena especially if you have some sort of disease process going on or if you have some kind of symptoms going on before you go looking for What's the supplement that's gonna be best for you? What's the, you know, the vitamin mineral herb or whatever the latest kind of thing on Instagram or social is or, you know, whatever the top fad, you know, supplement of the week or the month or the year is before we even get into any of that conversation. Remember, part of our method here is we want to keep things simple and then move to the complex. And keeping things simple means starting with the things that we can, uh, that, that we're in control of. And this is one of those things. This is one of those things. So we want, it takes a lot of self-responsibility. This is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a work in progress. There is no end. And so we just buckle up and enjoy the ride. And we learn along the way. And we need to remember that we, that we want to maintain a flexibility and an adaptability in regards to what is our personalized diet and what is a therapeutic diet for us at any given time. Um, you know, because different people need different nutrition requirements. I have, you know, for example, some of the sickest people that I've had come in, and I didn't see this for several years, but, um, I have had several this year, and so uh, you know I learned a lot 
from from working with these cases and some of these cases um have, have really come a long way and some of them are actually kind of in the middle of doing this work right now and uh, you know this example of uh, a person that might be fruit intolerant you know that can sound crazy what do you mean fruit intolerant like they don't digest fruit but that's a real thing and if i and if you don't know that then you know that is a, a really good example of one person's medicine is another man's poison um, and this goes for identifying what foods don't digest so we need to know what foods we're not digesting because if we have one of these things one of these food intolerances or some some type of a, a food that we cannot digest we need to know that because we're affecting our command center and we're compromising that command center and it's going to be a drain on the system and the body is amazing it is vital um, and it will find a way to kind of regulate that and, and balance that as long as it can. But if that challenge, uh, if that food is on board and it's not acting like a medicine in the system, it's going to be acting like a poison and eventually it's going to catch up. And so we're going to have to address that and we're going to have to go down to the ground level and address the digestive apparatus, the digestion, the absorption, the assimilation. Digestion is the command center and personalized individualized therapeutic diet is key to making this happen and everybody's got a unique situation so you know again staying flexible and open-minded and and being open to change being open to change and never getting too rigid in any of our thinking or in in any of our methods or any of the things that are working for us and this is for practitioners for doctors and if you're just interested in your health and you're on the journey, this kind of goes for all of us. I'm not above this. I'm right in it with you. Uh, welcome to Earth. We're all here. We're all in it together. Then the goal is to share with one another and try to elevate one another and find the common ground here and then learn along the way so we can hopefully accelerate all our journeys and so we can... Uh, hopefully you know everybody can you know the goal is to be happy and healthy and vital and vibrant and adaptable food is your medicine this is the foundation where it begins this is how we make it happen so that's the download for today guys i hope you guys found this informative leave me questions comments if you need clarifications on this we're definitely going to talk about this some more but that's the download for to now uh you guys have a great day we'll pick it up here next time thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the human handbook podcast my name is dr adam tice uh, you guys have a great day thank you so much for being here and be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking more about everything you need to know, but nobody's telling you about how to optimize your health, cultivate happiness, and biohack your way to peak performance. Adios for now, guys.